Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. You'll be glad you did. I just wanted to talk about quickly the football last night. Um, I had mentioned that I didn't see Jason Kelsey, but I guess he was there. He just didn't have any crazy antics to get on the screen with, right? Um, I'm looking at a Philadelphia Inquirer story today, only because for us Eagles fans, and the season's over, uh, but what's going to happen with him? Uh, let me read a little from the Philadelphia Inquirer. Uh, moments after the Kansas City Chiefs received their fourth AFC championship trophy in five years, tight end Travis Kelsey sauntered across the field with his arm around Taylor Swift and found his older brother, Jason. As Travis clutched his brother in an embrace, he slapped him on the back, his hand landing on the unfamiliar fabric of a red and gold Hawaiian shirt. Uh, Jason, the 36-year-old Eagle Center, left the shirt unbuttoned and wore a red T-shirt underneath, emblazoned with Travis's nickname, Big Yeti, in gold writing. Uh, Travis exclaimed, you keep your shirt on this time or what? And Jason responded, I mean, I did for right now. We'll see how it goes. <laughs> so he was there. Um, but the question is, what's going to happen with uh, Jason Kelsey? And he said, I don't know what's going to happen for me next season. Listen to so the podcast. Still don't know. That's listening. <laughs> So true. Anyway, um, but it was uh, Kansas City over Baltimore, and that was a crazy game to watch, only because there were so many opportunity for for you know opportunities for Baltimore that just you know didn't pan out, and then it, it seemed like uh, their behavior got them into yeah. some trouble with penalties, and then uh, you know taunting, and then that was the worst though for fans. I'm sure was watching that what was to be a touchdown, which got stripped as he was fall into the ground. Yeah, I've seen that happen um, plenty of times. Else. I mean, now, at least he was making it, he was stretching, trying to get there, uh, but yeah, he dropped the ball. I've, I've, uh, I've seen that a bunch of times. It, it's crazy, because I saw a lot of people saying that was karma, because that was the same guy that was Flowers who got that, uh, the taunting penalty right before that. So, oh, okay. Yeah, so he, he went in, then he goes, to, he, he misses the touchdown. I saw a bunch of people talking about how, oh, it's either fixed, or how uh, the refs won't let Baltimore win and I was like I mean I don't know that the refs t- made that guy drop the ball at the goal line or you know whack well you know he here's the thing you had to get to the two to get the first down right and he stretched those arms out because he was trying to get the touchdown no that's fine that's you but do. you've got to secure it sure. <laughs> it was like easily stripped oh god so anyway Kansas City moves on and again, for the people that um, were hating on Taylor Swift when the Chiefs were struggling and she was at games, maybe it's a, a Taylor Swift issue. Um, where's all the love now that she's there and they're doing well? However, um, the game after that, the San Francisco-Detroit Lions game, that was crazy. That was wild. I, obviously, if you're a 49ers fan, you're like, that was awesome. Uh, for the Detroit Lions fans, that was heartbreaking uh, to watch them go up by so much. And, and especially frustrating are the people who, you know, who say, why didn't the coach take three points a couple of times for field goals? Because that would have made the difference. But you don't know how that would have changed the play on the other side as well. But anyway... It is what it is. He has no regrets. The coach says, I have no regrets. 
about those decisions. What if the team's like, well, we have some regrets. <laughs> right. One in particular. It's the elephant in the room, man. Bring it up. And like some coaches just don't want to, you know, put a, put the points on the board. And, and look, when they win, it's great. It's like, yeah, we have a coach who goes for the jugular. And this didn't work out. So you end up questioning it's not, it. And it's not fair to only say that made the difference. There were sure. a number of dropped passes that should have easily been caught that would have changed things as well. But, you know, to be up by two scores... Um, they were up by 14 points when the coach made the decision to go for it on like fourth and two or fourth and three. And they got stuffed. And after that, within a quick succession of like three minutes, boom, the score was tied. Right. And then at the end to pass up a field goal um, when they came back and also got a touchdown. Yeah, it was mind blowing as well. Couldn't understand why you didn't just take those three points because you needed the two scores anyway. So do one of them. <laughs> just do one of them, whatever. I, anyway. I know uh, a lot of people <laughs> who want to talk sports, uh, we're, they're like, how are you leaving out the biggest news to come out of this weekend? Because a lot of people were worried about uh, uh, if a certain star was going to be able to make it to the, the big game. I'm not talking about Kelsey. I'm talking about his, his lady friend, <laughs> Taylor Swift. Did you see that story? That everyone was Which like, one? Taylor Swift won't make it. She can't go to the Super Bowl because she's playing a show the night before in Japan. Did you see this? Well, she has oh, a show. I thought I saw they had like some headline that said, yeah. Taylor uh, Swift's schedule for Japan. She has a show on February 10th in Tokyo. Uh, it's the night before the Super Bowl in Vegas. And I think I found something that confuses me more than... Uh, it, kind of complicated math and i think it's time zones and flying because she has a show at night in japan on february 10th that is a saturday night the game is the next day they say she can hop on her private jet and fly directly from tokyo to vegas and get there at 7 p.m on saturday so she goes kind of back in time i guess i I have no idea how this all works and and it makes my head hurt but they say she should be there uh, at least half a day before the game that's absolutely so she'll be there and I'm sure they'll show her a few times. I have a feeling that if there were even a game, there'd be a plan to like move it seriously. I think she would have been at that game no matter I, what. Ooh, I don't know. If you're a performer, that's kind of a, a tough I go. I don't know. Oh, this was actually really know. kind of funny, too. And it didn't work out this way, but I picked up some uh, pizza. I don't want to give a name of the place in case they don't want their private conversations getting out there and, and connected to them. But they were talking about what would make the Super Bowl great. And they were saying if the Lions and the Chiefs got in there, who's got a bigger fan base? I'm just waiting for my pizza. I'm listening to this conversation. It was the most like dudesy guy conversation. They were just like, yo, check it out. Who's bigger in Detroit than Taylor Swift? Eminem. What if they have a battle on stuff? Like I have time and i'm like that would be amazing but i don't think that's gonna happen i'm not sure how taylor swift would do in like a battle rap situation against eminem but i thought it was really funny because they were like getting into it that would be great it would be amazing who would win I'm, i really don't know but uh everyone's talking about this stuff it's, it's really uh wild right. well and by the way eminem made news because he gave the double middle fingers to the fans right there in the stadium. There's a oh, picture M&M. of him. And um, I, I'm guessing that might have been, I, I think they said, like when they were up by so many points. I mean, at the point, at the end of the game, I'm sure you're just like, okay, maybe I shouldn't have done that yet. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I it went is to the NFL, look, folks. It's not, yeah. it's not life, you know, this is not any kind of, well, I guess it's life altering for the players themselves and perhaps some of the fans. But in the grand scheme of things, it should be something that you don't get your blood pressure sure raised over but too many times we do don't we
Yeah, I mean, like, when I really break it down, like, I know they work hard and I know their games are tough and emotionally, you know, they're they're fully invested. But I I stop and think sometimes, like, if they lose, which is the worst case scenario for some of these teams, uh, as much as they care, they still have a ton of money to go back to. So they really aren't exactly like, well, how am I going to pay my bills now? We lost. It never comes down to that. So that makes me think maybe it's not as bad as we sometimes will think. Um, Mm -hmm. But yeah, it sucks. Losing is never fun. <clears throat> Never fun at all. All right. Uh, but that's football. Okay, folks. <laughs> if Next. you want to text us your thoughts, who are you cheering for? I honestly, it does not matter to me which one wins next week. I don't care at all. Um, however, uh, I think my husband, def- he definitely doesn't want Kansas City. So I'm going to have to just watch and hope that he stays calm. Is it because he hates Taylor Swift? Sense. No, it's not that at all. That's I don't part know of it, what then? it is. No, I don't know what it is. I yeah. think he really wanted Detroit to win, so it, it got pretty um, crazy. Just like you know, when you have a game like that and something falls apart, yeah. the the outbursts are yeah. pretty interesting. I get it. All right, on to much more serious uh, situation here. Uh, what happened? Uh, you know, U.S. service members, three of them were killed. We also have uh, 25 that are injured. I'm looking at a story here um, because. Uh, the president, President Biden, had said that there would be um, there would be a, a, a response, right, mm-hmm. in their own time and manner of choosing. But it also has uh, really spurred um, a feud that has brewed in the uh, GOP, and that's because um, you have a faction of Republicans who are calling for, you know, pretty much target Iran directly. Right. And then you have others who don't feel like you should do that at all. So let let me just read a little bit for you from a Politico story here. Iran-backed attacks in Jordan that killed U.S. uh, three U.S. service members are intensifying the growing GOP divide over national security. Senior Hill Republicans have called for immediate retaliation clash with Trump-style isolationists. Now, former President Donald Trump himself gave a measured response to the attacks, but influential conservative voice Tucker Carlson called two senators who pushed for a swift U.S. military response against Iran after the attack, blanking lunatics. And that was in a post on X. Um, basically, what happened was Senator Lindsey Graham called for the U.S. to hit Iran now and hit them hard. Uh, Senator John Cornyn uh, posted target Tehran. Um, But then afterwards, I guess Cornyn came out and said, well, that's not a call to bomb Iranian civilians. So there's been this escalating feud between the GOP's more traditional foreign policy hawks and its ascendant isolationist leaning wing, even as both sides coalesce around Trump's bid to return to the White House. Right. Right. Um, So the whole thing and this also goes into um, many in the camp fighting for months against sending more money to our Ukraine in the war against Russia. These are people who say, I don't want to get involved, right? <clears throat> so you have that as a backdrop. Um, and as that whole money has uh, basically been delayed. So um, what what should happen now with what's happened? Now, I, I, you know, I'm, I would believe that, again, you will find there will be a way to do this. This is why you have people who look for the right way, right, to respond and they aren't going to make everybody happy um but do you folks really think that attacking iran directly would be the right response oh, i'm sure some people will say yes because we saw uh, yeah, Americans that's what I mean. yeah. but but what's to happen then when they respond and attack the u.s directly meaning right here in our own country and then what happens sure. next because 
you could see nuclear bombs then becoming involved. And, that, you know, we take risks, unfortunately, being involved all around the world. And there's some people who say, don't worry that we shouldn't do it. On the other hand, if we don't get involved, there are those who say, you don't want to know what the world would look like if we weren't there to try to keep things in check, right? Yeah. Unfortunately... Um, it's a dangerous thing to do, and things like this happen, and it's horrible, and there is a way to respond. But um, a knee-jerk reaction, in my opinion, of hitting Iran directly would be insane. It would really open up a can of, uh, I wouldn't even say worms, I would say nuclear possible bombs. Sure. Because there are some people who are just itching for a reason to turn this Middle East thing into a, a world war. Which I don't get that that motivation. And just quickly, like I think we could take out Iran with our eyes closed. I think my my bigger concern would be if we start that. Who steps up and says, "Well, you're not going to fight them. We're going to we're standing by Iran." Who who will step up and make them their ally? And then then it becomes that bigger crisis. So, got to make sure our uh, our T's are crossed and our eyes are dotted, and going to make sure we do it the right way. Yeah, we'll see. Right. The new this all happening over the weekend, which means this week the politics will be in full display. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And just like you had the one calling, you know, anything less than, you know, directly targeting him, uh, directly targeting Iran would be, you know, Biden's a coward. You know, this is where we're at. If you want to call or text, we'd love to hear from you. It is seven. That's PASocialSecurity.com. Chris Gleese is a licensed insurance person. If you uh, went on the Odyssey app and you search Morning Nancy Jason, I think it's still, hey, I have to find us, Morning Nancy Jason, and you, you click follow on our podcast, you would have heard Lorraine. I think of that because I hear that song. Have you ever seen, I, I hear Lorraine. I don't know why I'm bringing oh, it up, but she called it, yeah. and had a, uh, a very, it was a slow joke, but it was worth, it was worth the wait. You know, it was worth <laughs> it was worth the wait on a Friday I show. Have to so. say, I I didn't see the rain. I got the snow up in the northern tier, as was expected. So some of you saw the rain. Some of you saw a mix. Uh, we got like three to four to five inches in some parts of snow uh, that is now it like has a nice crusty layer on it because it was really wet snow and then it got freezing cold. So that's always fun and heavy to try to move out of the way. Anyway, it's all behind us now. We'll talk to Snedeker in a little bit because it seems pretty dry for this work week. And uh, what about the weekend, though? All right. So um, I I just want to mention this because, again, you hear people go, I don't want to see Taylor Swift because the game this weekend. Right. Um, I'm looking at a Mediate story here and it says time person of the year. Taylor Swift tried getting the TV cameras to cut away from her during Sunday's AFC championship game, emphatically mouthing her plea during a live shot. Okay, so um, there has been a minor backlash on the couple. On Sunday, it seemed to show up when CBS was doing a promo for the Grammy Awards, right? Because, you know, obviously she's up for some of those. So they were promoting it. They're covering the game and they're promoting the Grammys. And the live shot centered on Swift and the entourage that she had in the box. So uh, she turned her attention to the screen, clearly watching to see how long she was going to be on camera. As it lingered... 
and she became impatient. Swift finally mouthed very clearly, go away, please, while still looking at the screen. Um, it was quickly caught. People had been uh, sharing that on uh, Twitter slash X. So, yeah. um, look, she doesn't want the backlash either. I know some of you are like, yes, she does. Why does she go? Um, I think mm. most of us would agree. If you're dating somebody, you would probably want to be there to support them. And I think she's very aware of the fact that people are, you know, she doesn't want to people to think that she's the one who's behind all these camera shots. If she really didn't want to be seen, and this goes against her brand, and it would cause controversy, maybe she doesn't want that, start wearing a shirt that says, you know, F you, or start giving middle fingers to the camera. They'll stop covering it. I'm not but saying... That's so not her. You know I that. know it's not her, but it would work, <laughs> wouldn't it? Or, or hire yeah, people, middle finger uh, squad on the side. Nobody should have to change who they are just because other they'll people hire someone to do it, control, But it would work. So. I'm pretty sure they would be like, well, we can't show her because... And they'd be like, Okay, good. Back to the game. Right. Well, I'm sorry. They would just, you know what they do? They do one of those things where they bl- blur it out. And <laughs> She's saying still number one, on. everybody. Number one. Number one. That's Look, it. These, uh, the folks who are running these games, they know that there are, just so you know, there are people who are watching these games who really like Taylor Swift. And that's uh, more important. Personally, for me, I'm more interested in Jason Kelsey standing out there with a beer and, you know, no shirt and uh, just acting like every other crazy person watching a game but you know hey Hey, Peyton and Eli had their own feed this year covering games maybe it's just Taylor and her friends hanging out talking about life watching football next year I'm just saying there's a possibility for an audience that hasn't watched football but that would be by choice you turn on that special ESPN 9 or maybe MTV 4 I don't know what it would be on but it could you could do something where you could attract a whole different audience because there's an audience out there who is now watching for maybe different reasons than they would have uh, normally watched for. I don't know. Middle fingers, separate uh, feed. I don't know. Either way, go football. (laughs) Go sports. Quote my friend We're going to take a break. Coming back, I found this story, and I was like quite um, amazed by it because of the fact that it checks out, right? Um, It's almost a pilot who believes he found uh, the long-lost plane of Amelia Earhart. I saw this and I'm like, oh, come on, this has got to be a scam. Um, they're actually thinking that he may be onto this thing. So we'll talk about that. I also have a list of the baby names that are losing the most in popularity. Now, this doesn't mean that they're not popular. It's just they were very popular and they are diminishing fast. Okay, so baby names, boys and girls. Talking to you, Bertha. the ones. Music, no, 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 no. We're talking about ones that were very popular recently and oh, how much recently. they dropped on the list. Well, they just say yeah, how who, which ones are dropping the fastest. So it, I don't think like, oh, a name from the 1900s. We're talking names that have gone down the most places, meaning they had been higher and they've gone down hmm. pretty big. I bet I can we'll guess most that. of them, but I won't do that. Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up. And your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app.
I did get to grill yesterday. I had some steaks, though. Wait and a I'm second. out there grilling on the oh. deck with the snow all around me. It was great. Yeah. Uh, by the way, we have a chance for you to win. Yes, you want to see uh, W... Whoa! Yeah, I got all the sound effects and everything. And, uh, Nancy, it's a four-pack of tickets for WWE. So, um, it's a W... We just, this just, just announced on uh, Friday. They're coming back to Ohegan Sun Arena on Friday, May 10th. And it's a four-pack of tickets. And since it's a four-pack of tickets, we're going to take caller four. Fourth caller wins. Because it's four tickets. Nice and simple Yay. like that. 570-883-0098. This is Friday Night Smackdown. It sells out. Like it's been selling out the past uh, uh, three That's or four great. times. So yeah, I get a four pack of tickets. I should be there. If not, I'll be crying outside going, please let me in. Let me in. By the way, we'll be doing this all week long. So be yeah, listening, yeah. okay, for your chance to win. Call now and uh, we'll let you know when we get a winner. Okay, a pilot and a former U.S. This is the same guy. Pilot and former U.S. Air Force intelligence officer believes an image he captured using sonar on a high-tech unmanned submersible may have finally answered one of America's most baffling mysteries. What caused the disappearance of iconic pilot Amelia Earhart at the height of her fame. This is a business insider story, but I found this story out there in a bunch of different uh, outlets. Tony Romeo is one of a long line of researchers and hobbyists to have taken up the search for Earhart's distinctive Lockheed 10E electroplane. It disappeared over the Pacific Ocean along with its famous pilot and navigator Fred Noonan when they were trying to circumnavigate the globe in July of 1937. So it's long puzzled uh, folks, what happened? And there have been many conspiracy theories over the years. Some say she was taken prisoner by the Japanese. Others accused her of being a government spy. Uh, but Romeo, he was able to, uh, he's a former real estate investor and he sold commercial properties and he raised $11 million to fund his search. He returned last month from a roughly 100-day voyage at sea with a sonar image he believes shows the lost plane in the ocean's depth. So you can look at this. They have some of the pictures, the mapping pictures. Um, experts say the location seems roughly correct, but they need some clearer images. I guess the important thing is if he's got this thing narrowed down with GPS now, right, yeah. um, they may be able to try and get an even more... A clear picture of what's there. I like how they're like, we, you, you nailed the area. I mean, we assume we've never found the area specifically, but we think it's here. I mean, like, I, I've seen the images, and uh, from my untrained eyes, sure, it looks like a plane, but it could end right. up being, you know, anything. I don't know. It could be a Toyota. Sure. We don't know. They do. Uh, yeah, they would like a clearer view, and, and they really want, wouldn't it be great if you could find the plane serial number that is basically the thing that would tell you what it is? Uh, so, one of the underwater archaeologists uh, who talked about this said, until you physically take a look at this there's no way to say for sure what it is um so we'll see how they follow up on this um but you know it's in the roughly the same position they kind of put a picture uh next to his mapping that shows you know the dimensions seem to be the same you know the 55 feet wide wingspan the 38 foot long you know fuselage um anyway they go we got to go back out with different sorts of sensors and really photograph it well and take a look at how the artifact is sitting on the seabed so um, he goes, uh, you know, I don't think we're there yet, but he does believe that they may have located it, which would mean they're probably going to be able to get some more money, right, to take a look at this thing. Yeah, I, I guess. I, I, my favorite theory, you mentioned a couple of the theories of what some people say happened to her if she didn't die. 
my favorite was that somehow someone had thought it was a good idea to uh, give her a brand new identity and have her live out her life in, in private. And I thought, that seems so odd. But if there was right. an error to do it, that would have been it. Not a lot of cameras, not a lot of people. I mean, I, <laughs> right, I still don't understand right. the, I mean, the meaning behind that. Like, I just why would you waste all that time and effort? Right. But obviously, if they found this thing in the middle of the ocean like that, that yeah, would well. pretty much take care of most conspiracy theories. But there are others who'd probably say, well, they could have floated on the water and someone picked oh, them up. And then, da, 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 da. there better be a body so. inside. Then I'm just saying, <laughs> if not, maybe the uh, theories are true. It's been so yeah. long. <laughs> Joe Stedeker. Joe, good morning. Hey, good morning. The great Pink Floyd in the background. Yeah, I think, and, and I, I want to say I appreciate you for thanking me for the perfect forecast. It went as exactly when I left on Friday as planned. I said, I could see some of the elevations up north getting three, four inches. A lot of this is going to be rain. And man, I'm telling you what, if we miss this, it would be endless Talkback calls, negativity, infections, people seeing me at the dollar store buying underwear, and they'll be like, Snedeker, you suck. So this is just, uh, I appreciate it. Well, now you're going to get all those talkback calls going, I am sick and tired of Snedeker always being perfect. He makes me feel like a loser. <laughs> Scott, does he ever get anything wrong? Perfect. I like it. I like it. Did you ever buy uh, anybody, uh, underwear at the dollar store or no? Uh, not, no. Uh, not that I remember. Not. I think I would remember. Yeah. I feel like... Uh, yeah, okay. You have them? No. Yeah. Yeah. Really? All right. What? What's the, there. what's the scenario that leads up to that? No, seriously. Like, whoa. Did you, like, have an accident? That's what it seems like. <laughs> I, no, for, what I'm asking you is why wouldn't you? Why? You feel you have to go somewhere else? Is that what you're saying or what? I mean, if it was in the package, I, I guess I could. I, I, but you're dodging our question. <laughs> is it? I feel like right before you buy dollar store underwear, you, you're, you say this. You, you, you would always say this. Oh, good. They do have underwear. Good. Thank God. Yeah, like there's a reason. So I'm just saying, you're casually walking up and down the aisles. You're getting some dog food, maybe some things to eat, some drinks, maybe uh, new hair clippers. And like, oh, yeah, I can use some underwear, too. And you just throw them in the basket. It's not like you went there just for that. So like Sour Patch Kids underwear, maybe some yeah. uh, uh. dollar store ibuprofen. I get it. Yeah, I mean, I guess I'm Perfect. not against right. it. I don't know. I don't know that I, I feel snobby if I say I wouldn't, but I also feel like a good, <laughs> feel like a better human being if I say no. I mean, right, I don't, don't want to get off topic. Cheaper. Yeah, okay. <laughs> I don't want to get you guys off topic, but that's the point um, that uh, yesterday the storm went <laughs> as perfect and predicted, and now just some flurries on the backside. Here at WDP, we had 0.8 inches, and I love decimal snow. Uh, under an inch, and many valley cities, Scranton South, no snow. You go to places like Schuylkill County along the Susquehanna River near Berwick, I mean, there's no snow. It was just rain yesterday. So this morning, I get up for work. It's 3.20 in the morning. My entire truck is in, entombed in three, four inches of snow. I start looking for the scraper, couldn't find it. So I just get the big garage broom. You know, the big sweeper broom, and I start knocking snow off, and I'm like, I'm done here. And I just got in my car and drove. There's a moral to this story, by the way. So I'm up at 1,700 feet above sea level where I live. Winter wonderland. I mean, winter gross land. Snow everywhere. Then three miles down the road, three miles down the road, five minutes later, no snow. So this is a classic elevation scenario. I'm at the Windsor in German, and there is no snow at all. Wow. I posted that on Facebook. Quite a divergence in elevation-related snow. 
Now, here we are. I've been saying this all month. For the armpit of the year, January, it is now ending this week. And, folks, it's like you're in a pinball machine and you're a bumper. And here comes the big metal bar. It's like, ball. It's like, what's going to hit me this week? But I have to say, and I am proud to say, this is going to be an easy week for everybody. Today, clouds and sun, breezy, and temperatures in the 30s to near 40. Tomorrow, partly sunny, near 40. Then into Wednesday, a few flurries. That's it. 38. Thursday, partly sunny. 44. Friday, a few flurries. The weekend, nothing. Partly sunny. Low to mid-30s. So between now and next Monday, there is no storms, no bitter cold, a few flurries this week, and that is it. The big metal ball missed you, Jason, the bumper, and all is good. I've never been called the bumper, and I like it. Yeah. I have to say, though, one of the funniest things you said today is you didn't want to get us off topic, which I think almost every single segment we do, somewhere we go off topic. Yeah, and I love it. I mean, I'm all and for it. I think it. people like that, just so you yeah. know. Well, here's the truth of the whole thing. The funny part is I go to the dollar store a lot because there's one in German, and I get dog food there. Uh, and my wife was away over the weekend, and we were running low on food. And this is just a notorious, pathetic, characteristic trait I have. I hate food shopping. I don't do it. I've told you that before. I go into places like Wegmans and ShopRite, and it's just, I don't have the patience. I don't have the time. So I go to get things at the dollar store. I got an order at the dollar store. Yeah, that's pathetic. <laughs> it was pathetic, and it was it was $50 in dog food, and I got myself pasta. That's it. But I, <laughs> and I'm thinking, I can make it through the weekend. I'll go out to eat a couple times, and that's what I oh, did. God. You're yeah, a survivor. And, you know, you are. <laughs> the prices, the, the thing is, obviously, as you know, the, the prices aren't great. Or it looks like the price is good, and then you realize the package is like half the size of what it normally is for that price. It's the convenience so, for Jonah. It's the convenience, right. That's what it is for people. It is. You're in, you're out. But $50 in dog food and a package of pasta. That was my order. There it is. That's how sad Lord. I am. Lord. That's pretty funny. <laughs> <laughs> you see, Nance, we already had uh, tomato sauce at home, so I didn't need to get that. Oh, I just right. assumed when you said that you did something like you didn't use tomato sauce, like butter. Or, I don't know. Yeah, she had some uh, cans already there. So, And I did breeze by the underwear, but I didn't need any, so I just left them there on the shelf. Aha, see Save the them for someone in need, right? <laughs> <laughs> <That's> right. <laughs> it should be like Talk a break, break glass in emergency. If you need these, break glass. They're behind the glass. But, all right, Joe. See you later. See you next hour. Don't go off topic. I am willing to bet that some people will still call WNEP to complain about the forecast. You know how that's going to happen. Doesn't matter. Yeah, someone will Even find something. Even if they got it right. Someone yeah. will have something to complain about. Hey, if you have an Apple um, iPhone, there's a new update, 17.3, that has an important feature that it looks like a number of people that deal with you know technology say is really important for people to turn on. And it's called the stolen di- device protection. Stolen device protection. Um, it might be very rare that this happens, but when it does, uh, this is where people can hack into your phone and take tens of thousands of dollars uh, and and so it doesn't happen a lot but it does happen 
So um, they, they talked to a number of uh, tech journalists, uh, and they say there are thousands of victims who've lost millions of dollars. And they say usually it's at least $10,000, basically, once they get into your phone. Not only can they lock you out and take money before you know, you're able to do something about it, but you can lose all the photos. People put a lot of stuff into the cloud. And once they lock you out, you lose access to that as well. So basically, what you want to do is make sure if you have an iPhone to get your I- o- iOS up to date. That's where you go into the settings and, you know, the software and update. After that, when you go into settings, just search, and it's pretty simple. You want to just uh, search for stolen device protection, and you can turn it on right there. They say it's simple. It's not going to do anything crazy to your phone. It's just going to make it so if, if you're ever locked out, they will require a lot more things from a person who has that phone to verify the identity. Right. As opposed to in the past, someone could just take your phone and put in your code and start, you know, turning it off for you, like changing it. And now it will require Yikes. a lot more stuff, which means it's going to be harder for the person who is the hacker to do that. So they'll move on to another device. Before we take the break, what was the updated version? The latest version is what? Um, 17.3. Okay. So I'm behind. I'm at 17.2.1. Yeah, so someone so can take my phone and steal my money. Well, just, uh, just do that and update it. And then they say, go to stolen device protection and you can turn it on. Right. And it's pretty simple. What's wild is we're almost through January. That's what's really kind of weird, isn't it? Yeah, I had one of those weird, like, uh, I can't believe how fast time goes. There was something I, I heard uh, this morning. They were talking about, wow, I remember when it was 1990, and they were going back to the year 1990. I was like, I remember kind of joking, like, wow, we're going to have, like, 1999, like the Prince song, in nine years. Right. And now here we are. We're so far. It's crazy. Time. <laughs> it is can't crazy. stop it. It's nuts. It's, it I saw a meme yesterday. On. I saw a meme yesterday and, said, and it said, shocker, uh, but you'll realize it's true. Uh, we are closer to the summer of 2069 than the summer of 1969. Yeah, it's crazy. Summer of 69 is much, it's coming up. That's nuts. It's mm. crazy to think about. What's it happened. really is. All right. Uh, breaking news. Um, Catherine, Princess of Wales, left the hospital and is back home at Windsor, continuing <sighs> a recovery from abdominal surgery. So she was there two weeks ago. She had some kind of procedure done. They say it's non-cancerous. However, it's a pretty long time to be in a hospital, and they do say it will take weeks for her to recover uh, back in the castle. So she is uh, returning, um, but w- when she returns actually to service, you know, when she's out and about at public events, uh, they, they are not sure of that yet. They say that will depend on medical advice closer to that time. And of course, something like this shrouded in secrecy um, leads many people to come up with really um, crazy kind of stuff. So anytime, again, behind closed doors for weeks or months, people will continue to just gossip that's just the way it goes yeah, it's so. tough when you're in the public eye because you want to keep some privacy but when, pe- when people find out then they have questions and when you don't answer them it makes people wonder what you're hiding when you could yeah. just be hiding nothing right. but probably are hiding something this must have been some site i'm talking about a story um that happened in indiana on a highway a truck which was rolling on down an indiana highway caught fire it prompted a curious rescue of the cargo. There were five zebras, four camels, and a miniature horse. 
They were in route for a weekend. <laughs> they were en route for a weekend circus performance. Were spotted walking around the interstate as law enforcement worked to contain the situation. Imagine you're driving by and all of a sudden you see zebras, camels, and a mini horse. Um, fortunately, none of the animals were injured, so that's a good thing. Um, no harm to our furry friends, said a Facebook post from the Grant County Sheriff's Office. Um, several photos show zebras eating grass and camels just loitering about. So, what about the mini? Miniature horse, probably just trying to reach know. something it couldn't reach because it's so small. I don't think the miniature oh. horse was probably too weird, right, for that well, for the folks watching. I'm All right, and finally another story from our weird stories. Um, this one's kind of sad. Uh, veteran Christopher Stoltz admits he faked using a wheelchair for uh, twenty years so he could get more money and monthly benefits. Um, he's, he said, I can no longer walk. He collected $660,000 in benefits since then. He's 49 years old. He did plead guilty and is going to be sentenced in May. What happened was uh, someone got a picture of this guy on social media without a wheelchair. Uh, he was in a medical center upon leaving the facility, stood up and put the wheelchair in his vehicle, then went shopping in a mall on his own two feet. Facing up to 18 months in prison. So that's terrible. That's a heck happen. of a commitment to be so careless at the end. It's 20 years. I, I'm just going to start shopping. Yeah. Oh, that's crazy. That's wild, yeah, that's though. terrible. Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up. And your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. 